remote or not to remote? That is the question. Should your team work from home, in person, or a combination of both? What's best for your business? Today we're going to talk about it in this bonus episode. Let's go. Welcome to the Internal Customer Handbook, a work culture podcast for people who lead people. This unpublished book turned podcast is for people leaders who want to create 21st century work cultures that look nothing like, but this is how we've always done it. I am your host, Wendy Conrad, work culture strategist and founder of Your Happy Workplace. And if you are wondering if why and how ethical leadership and business can coexist, then you are in the right place. So glad you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's bonus episode of the Internal Customer Handbook. And today's bonus episode is coming to you from an article I wrote for my LinkedIn newsletter called Work Culture Revolution. So I'm going to share from that article. If you are on LinkedIn, come find me. You can subscribe to Work Culture Revolution if you like. But today's article is about working from home or not working from home. It's a big hot topic. How do I know it's a hot topic? Because I'm reading the same headlines you are, like making sense of why executives are eager to get employees back in the office. (laughs) Or this one, which I love, Tacos Treehouse's Virtual Golf. Top firms try to bribe workers back to the office. And the headlines go on, the right and wrong way to convince workers to return to the office. Another one, tech companies keep adding offices despite employees being reluctant to actually work in them. And one of my personal faves, Airbnb tells employees they can work remotely forever. These are some of the headlines that speak to the ongoing evolution of our workplaces. And if you are a business owner or people leader, you've probably already asked yourself, what should we do when it comes to remote work? Instead of having all the answers, I have some questions because there is no one size fits all way of working. So I invite you to ask yourself, is your industry one that can accommodate remote work? Did your team go fully remote at any point in the past couple of years? And how was that experience? Not just for the business in terms of getting things done, but what was it like for the team? And if you do want the team to return to the office, what is the real reason for that? Are you paying for offices that you want to be used, but maybe you don't really need them? Can that expense be minimized? Maybe you need to ask yourself if you're wanting to micromanage the team. 
And this might show up as the question, but how do I know they're actually working? And the answer to that question is, well, how did you know they were working when they were in the office? What is the most cost-effective way for the team to work? If the team is working well remotely, why is that change being resisted? Does the team value the flexibility of working from home more than in-office perks? And is a hybrid model possible? Look, there's no denying that paying rent for an office that doesn't get used, it sucks. No denying that. But making this decision based on that one fact alone says to your team that your organization values profit over people. Sometimes in business, we need to make decisions that maybe sting now, but are really better for us in the long run. So changes we do want to make can be really challenging and making changes that we don't want to make can feel impossible. Our brains resist change. You hear me say it all the time. Sometimes this resistance is at our own peril. And I really do think this is one of those times. Doing things differently after doing them one way for so long can be difficult for many of us to accept. But in this case, Resistance is futile. And if you're a Star Trek, the next generation fan, you know what I'm talking about. Just because we wish we could go back in time doesn't mean we can. And this is what is happening when we try to use 2019 methods of leadership in a 2022 world. That genie is not going back in the bottle. Check out this quote that I read on an article that was about flexible workplaces on insperity.com. I will link it in the show notes. Quote, companies refusing to get on board with workplace flexibility may face challenges in recruiting and retaining top talent, especially in today's fiercely competitive job market compared to companies that are willing to adapt to new employee expectations, end quote. There is no magical solution for every business. With that said, I do think that flexibility really is the future of work. Well, it really is the present of work, but some of us are clinging to the days of yore. And I'm not just talking about where we work, but also how much we are working, why we are working, and for what pay. With millennials and Gen Z 
beginning to dominate the workforce, these changes are here whether we like it or not. And really, isn't it about time? I mean, this these are things that weren't caused by the pandemic. They were just brought to the surface much more quickly. Changes were happened much more quickly because of the pandemic in this work from home arena. And it's obvious the workforce in this country is thirsty for change. And that thirst existed long before the onset of the pandemic. Arguably, the American workplace hasn't seen an evolution like this in nearly a hundred years. See the Fair Labor Standard Acts of 1938. I'll link it in the show notes. So what is the answer for your team? Ask them what they want. And if the business can support that way of working, why not do it? If the team is getting their work done from home and they are wanting the flexibility, why force them back into the office? Or if your team is asking about a hybrid model where they work from home and they come into the office a couple days a week because they like working from home, but they also want to see people every once in a while. A bigger question to ask ourselves as leaders might be, what metrics are we using when trying to make these decisions? Is it solely team productivity and profits? Are the team's experiences, needs, and values being considered? Is money the only metric for success and a life well-lived? Not just within the context of our work lives, but at life in general. What about health and well-being and passion projects? These are the bigger questions to ask when deciding with your team and for your business how to move forward. The answers will be as unique as your team. Something else to consider is why people prefer working from home over in-person or vice versa. Because I think we tend to project our own preferences onto other people. We need to see things from other people's perspective. Someone who thrives on social interaction may have a different working preference than a working parent or black team members who were on the receiving end of exclusionary behaviors in the office. The pandemic has forever changed the way we work. And it has also unearthed questions about why we work. So whether it's remote or a hybrid model or going back to the office, Listen to your team. Ask questions. Ask questions of them and also of yourself. Ask why or why not. Have discussions. 
explore any resistance that might come up. Exercise the critical thinking muscle. I would love to hear how the pandemic has and is affecting your workplaces. So some questions for you that I want to leave you with in today's bonus episode are how has your workplace evolved since 2020 in terms of how and where the team works? What are you doing differently that you weren't doing before? What discussions are being had around the question, to remote or not to remote? And is your team involved in the decision-making process? Not just for this topic, but for any and all topics that involve making decisions. I'd love for you to share your stories. Feel free to email me at wendy at your happy workplace. Or if you're listening to this on Anchor, I believe you can leave voice notes for me. I'd love for one of you just to leave a voice note if you're listening to this on Anchor, because I'd love to see how that works. So that's it for today's bonus episode. This is Wendy, your host of the Internal Customer Handbook Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Internal Customer Handbook Podcast. Please subscribe and share with friends. Want to send an email for the mailbag segment? I'd love to answer your work culture questions or hear your bad boss or toxic workplace stories to be shared right here on the podcast. Email me at wendy at yourhappyworkplace.com. Want to support the podcast and my work? Contribute at throwconfettiatme.com. Yes, you heard that right. Throwconfettiatme.com. It's an actual website. My dog agrees. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.